these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown, that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property, be free. Hello everyone, welcome to another show of The Constitutionalist. Um, we're going to go ahead and jump into the topics. This won't be very long today. I just want to touch on a few things. So let me go ahead and find um, this this tweet real quick that um, Candace Owens had put up. Um, I guess she got an email from a, a New York Times person. And um, they're asking her to give a say something about her stance and what she's been saying. And it was um, ironic because she gave him links of past um, news things that we're talking about the things that are going on now. This isn't brand new. Um, so let me find the exact one. Okay, so she said, received an email from New York Times asking for comment regarding me advancing ideas that Ukraine is a corrupt country similar to Russia State TV. I replied informing them that I actually got my ideas from the New York Times. And I provided them with links of, to their past articles. And if you so if you all go to Candace's page, you'll see that on there. And I think that was pretty dope. Uh, she, she also talked about things like she says things that we are already saying, but we don't have a mega platform. Like we already knew this stuff. We're just happy that someone with a bigger platform is uh, finally speaking on certain things. Um, so the big thing is how the Western media has been painting everything as as if Ukraine's is a small guy and Russia's a bully and they've committed war crimes and, you know, poor Ukraine, you must stand with them. If you don't stand with them, you are a Putin sympathizer. You love Russia. And I believe that most people, even if you're supporting Ukraine, I believe that most people are actually just caring human beings. and They don't like seeing death. They don't like seeing war. I think most of us overall don't want it. But with America and Western um, media, they tend to try to persuade us into supporting a war. They they have to convince us that this war is good and that we need to be in this war. We need to be fighting um, because we're doing what's good um, for the world. And that's not necessarily true. So let me let me get into some. Hey, Robert. Hey, Steve. Hey, guys, for listening. I appreciate y'all for being here. Um, towards later on, I'm going to go ahead and have you guys come up and um, we can, y'all can speak as well. It's always a uh, um, time for y'all to speak, but I want to kind of cover the material a bit first um, before we uh, 
have other folks come up in here because sometimes we can get a little distracted. So let me go ahead and explain how, you know, we've seen a lot of stuff. All this money that's been sent to Ukraine, yeah, it's it's what well, we're just blindly just, you know, supporting a group. But like y'all been, you know, talking about it for years um, about Ukraine being corrupt. We just um, heard about the, the money laundering, Burisma, Hunter Biden, other people in Congress who are capitalizing and, you know, washing their money over in Ukraine. And so they already have their issues. And so if you actually go back and look, because you can find historically what's been going on the last eight, maybe nine years now, uh, with Russian Ukraine. So there's a part of Ukraine that is, I guess, predominantly um, Russian. And they've been trying to cleanse them. And they've been attacking them. And they have their water shut off so they couldn't have water. And so they've been begging for Putin to help them, to liberate them. And so finally... <laughs> Finally, they're going to help. And so this isn't necessarily like a, a, a Russian propaganda. You can go back and look at articles yourself and look it up. Um, it's been going on for quite some time. Um, we've had Lindsey Graham, uh, Amy Klobuchar. We had, um, what is that other dude's name? It's a Republican. McCain. Um, basically actually breaking the law is unconstitutional for senators to go and um, offer, you know, aid and help to their country. That's a president's job. That was why Obama was president. So that was going on. That's actually illegal. You can't do that. So, so we're looking at the situation where we're looking at people who we were just had a Trump flags and our stuff, America flags. And I'm, I was seeing, quite a few people on our side with the Ukrainian flag and they were just like, all of a sudden, if we're talking about war, they're telling the truth. That's not what they're doing. But I'm glad to say I'm seeing way less and less of that because I believe that people are actually realizing, oh, wait a minute, I was wrong. And I want to also point out too, a big portion of their army is are they're Nazis. They're white supremacists. Um, they have their own version in their state. So it doesn't matter to me, honestly, if you if only 10% of their um, military was Nazis, why would we be sending any kind of money like that to Ukraine? This is our taxpayer dollars. Our border's open. We're not protecting our own border. So why are we going to send money over to Ukraine? Why is that our business? And I feel like, and I don't feel like this. I know that the the politician and media is trying to rally everyone up and get you all mad. I don't know if you guys saw that ad that Ukraine put out. Like, clearly look like acting. It looks like some kind of advertisement for a movie that's put out recently that's online. And it's like, who who has time for that in a war where your people are dying and suffering? That's really, really strange. So, um, Steve, I, I'm going to pull you up here in a minute. Um, so, I see you said, well, World War Three has started with COVID vaccine, but it can get started at a global war as World War Two. Absolutely. That's the rest right, Steve. Um, so let me go ahead and uh, play something that I have pinned to my profile. I'm quite sure maybe y'all have seen it already. But um, let me see here. Where did I put that here? No, that's not actually it. Well, I'll, you know what? I'll play this one first because I haven't shown this one. You may not have seen this. Um, this is um, good old uh, Jimmy Dwork. I'm going to play this clip real fast. What they're talking about is the fact that the foreign fighters who go to Ukraine are being used as canyon fonder. 
sent to the front line without weapons or only 10 rounds in a single match. So this guy went viral talk about this stuff. What's going on? He's saying, don't come to Ukraine. Don't help because you're not going to be able to get out. So let me let me uh get this playing for you guys. Un momento, por favor. All right, here we go. So for anyone who are wondering what it's about, all right, all right. We were part of the Georgian National Legion here in second Ukrainian territorial defense. Okay. Our base got fucked up. The base right next to us got fucked up. Americans, British, tons of British dead. All right. They're not saying nothing. They're counting our dead as their dead. They're trying to send us to Kiev with no fucking weapons, no kit, no fucking plates. The people who are lucky enough to get weapons are only getting magazines with like 10 fucking rounds, okay? When they wanted to send us to Kiev, we said no. Our whole group, a bunch of Americans, Canadians, British. So they told us we had to get the fuck out or they were going to shoot us in the back, all right? So me, this British guy, and another American, we fucking hid in the back of an ambulance to get out. We we got to the border, and it was a whole nother mess. When you get to the border, anyone who has a kit, anyone who has any military shit, they're fucking pulling you out of the line and they're sending you back to the front. This human, we got dropped off about five clicks from the fucking, uh, from the border, and we walked. Um... And we get to the border in this humanitarian group with a bunch of ex-SF veterans from England, uh, pull us to the side and say, you need to get, like, pulled us out and fucking, like, hit us. And they were like, you need to dump all your kit. They're pulling people out, cutting up passports, sending them back. So we dumped our shit. We got, like, in all of our fucking, we got in, like, Red Cross vests. And they had like fucking humanitarian passes to get us through the Ukrainian border. People need to stop coming here. It's a trap, and they're not letting you fucking leave. The best way to leave is like in a Vic or a car or something. People who get on by vehicle have a better chance of hiding their fucking kit in the back, doing whatever the fuck they can, but do not try to leave Ukraine off if you're allowed to. It's a mess. And it's it, it's a trap, and I have multiple people who can confirm this story for me. It's not a travesty. You think you you've been told by the media that you're gonna go do this? You're a hero. You go if you do this, you volunteer to go and hold up arms with Ukraine, and that's how you're treated. We're sending billions of dollars over there for that. You already seen what they did. What was it nine years? Wait, it could be longer than that. I could be wrong. Correct me when I'm wrong, you guys. We were in Ukraine for how long? And we'll get to that in a second. But how we just left all our equipment over there is just like money just grows on trees. All this spending and inflation is, is not good for our country. And they use these wars um, to to racketeer money laundering. This is a, a big business for them. And then contractors and banks and all these people across the globe, NATO, things like that, are the ones actually benefiting from that. They're not helping anybody. They're not saving anybody with the things that they're doing. So what I really wanted y'all to hear first was a really good analysis about what's going on. Uh, Ms. Pence, my profile, this is the she one with the, the colonel. Okay, the By the way, why do we say colonel? I don't, there's no R in, 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 in colonel. I'm always, 
I'm always curious, like, wait, why is we, why do we say Colonel, but there's no R in it? <laughs> or maybe we're pronouncing it wrong. But he was on um, Jimmy's show, and he gives a an analysis. Um, he, I believe, he's a yeah, like I said, he's a Colonel um, in the military, and he gave us analysis on it. And I'm actually happy he came on and said what he said it because I believe that's what he's saying is a lot, a lot of what we've been thinking, and I think so too because uh, this has almost. It has over um, 180,000 views just on my little profile, right? So, and and Jimmy shared it, which is really cool. But this whole discussion explaining, like, what's going on, kind of painting Zelensky. Zelensky is just like the people that are on the left here in America. but <laughs> He's, like, far, far left. But then people want to paint him as a hero. But hold on, you guys. Check this out. They're not seizing territory. They're destroying Ukrainian forces. That's their focus. Colonel, it sounds like you know. Wait a minute. Hold on. That was halfway through, you guys. Sorry. I'm starting from the beginning. And this is a colonel from the United States military. And he's going to tell the, he's going to make a gaffe. And what is the gaffe? He's going to tell the truth. And this guy doesn't know what to do. Because he's going to tell them the truth about Ukraine right now. And watch this. The uh, first five days, uh, Russian forces, I think, frankly, were too gentle. Uh, they've now corrected that. So I would say another 10 days, this should be completely over. But the question is, uh, what is it that Zelensky is going to do? The Russians have made it very clear what they want is a neutral Ukraine. This could have ended days ago if he accepted that. And then they can adjust. So there he, there's a. Colonel from the United States military saying this could have been over a long time ago. Zelensky would just agree to keep his country neutral. Won't do it. Here we go. Borders. But the eastern part of Ukraine is firmly in Russian hands. But again, the Russians are not seizing territory. They're destroying Ukrainian forces. That's their focus. Colonel, it sounds like you don't approve of Zelensky's stand. Oh, I think Zelensky is a puppet. Uh, and he is putting huge numbers of his own population at unnecessary risk. And uh, quite frankly, most of what comes out of Ukraine is debunked as lies within 24 to 48 hours. The notions of taking and retaking airfields, all of this is nonsense. It hasn't happened. He's not a, a hero when he's standing up for himself and his own people. You don't think he's a hero? <laughs> no, I, I do not. I don't see anything heroic about the man. And I think the most heroic thing that he can do right now is to come to terms with reality. Neutralize Ukraine. <clears throat> this is not a bad thing. A neutral Ukraine would be good for us as well as for Russia. It would create the buffer that, frankly, both sides want. But he's, I think, being told to hang on and, and try to drag this out, which is tragic for the people that have to live through this. I'm inclined to disagree with you, Paul, but, um, you know, we, <laughs> but, yeah, what can I do? I can't... Uh... I can't tell. I can't say I agree with you. I'm getting paid by the people who are profiting off this war. So thank you very much. Appreciate it, Colonel. So there's a Colonel telling you that. Yeah. So I'm really interested. What we all have to say about that piece because it, it, it does sum up kind of nicely how they did that and discussing it. Because, but they didn't really talk about the money laundering and racketeering portion of it. And when I came across that information with the the money laundering. And the racketeering, I was just looking up some stuff and figuring out ways how we can take our country back um, with our constitution and finding um, strategies to do so. And the, when I was watching the video, it, it was talking about 
basically the Al Capone, the guy who was doing all this a while ago, he made a book about it. And he said he's basically could give Al Capone some tips and Al Capone could be, um, could, could learn from him because Al Capone just did two districts and he had, um, three continents. That's what he was saying. So I'm going to find that piece of it, but I'm going to go ahead and bring up some folks who've requested. I'll go with Steve first. And then we're going to keep talking a little more about the situation. Um, but I'll pull you up, Steve. Um, Let's see. Make a next caller. Okay, Steve. Um, I'm going to invite you to speak. Can you uh, mute your mic and go ahead and uh, drop some dimes for us right quick? I hope this... There you uh, go. Yes, yes. I, um... Can you hear me? Can you hear? Hello? I can hear you. Let me go ahead and mute your mic because I'm doing some stuff in the background. I will come back to you. I'm not for sure why you can't hear us, but let's go ahead and get Robert up here um, for now. And then we're going to get back to the content. Um, Robert, go ahead. Uh, can you unmute your mic for us and go ahead and drop some dimes? Um, okay. So um, here's here's my thing. I I believe that every country has a right to their own government, and it's nobody else's place to to say to say what your government looks like. For example, the Middle East, many countries they want Sharia law. And I fully support their right to have Sharia laws so long as it stays within their borders or their continent or however far they have a mutual agreement. You know, a lot of African countries, they have tribal governments, and that's perfectly fine. It's, it's their their country, their borders. And, and I feel that, and I said before that I think World War I was a mistake. You know, we should have, you know, because if if the Soviets and the Nazis, they wanted they they were sovereign countries, they wanted to roll their way. And and the U.S. was just looking for an excuse to get into the war and be. And I've posted links before about how the military was actually propagandizing people to hate Germans and it extended to German Americans and because they're plenty of stories about how the German language was was banned, uh, was not being taught, German music was not being listened to anymore. You know, people were scared over here in America. There were churches being burned down, homes being burned down. And I just, I'm grateful that America's waking up uh, be, because uh, we've been through this, we've been here before. It's just Russians are the target this time. And you're right. We're not being told the whole story. And I'm like I said, I don't believe either side's telling the whole truth any more than any more than I believe that World War One too. Nobody was telling the whole truth. It's uh, thus the old saying: history is written by. Appreciate you for sharing that, Robert. Um, Steve, I'm gonna try to bring you back up. 
Um, but Robert, you're right. You know what, too? I want to point out something. People always try to give Lyndon B. Johnson the, the clout for the civil rights movement moving fast or Martin Luther King. But I feel like in order for America to justify joining a war, um, you know, the things that's going on in Germany with the Jews, that they had to kind of clean up their own house first. And I think that's what actually really pushed the civil rights movement and actually getting things done. And I don't think people really think about that or, or connect that together because that's around the time that stuff started, you know, after that time, around, after that time, frame, that's when the movement actually started moving. You started seeing results and people acting like they cared. You know what I'm talking about, Robert, before we get to Steve? Um, yeah, I mean, I, and one of the, one of the things that in, that make, that's curious to me about Nazi Germany is that, do you know that Jesse Owens was actually treated, the Olympics uh, athlete was actually treated better in Berlin under Hitler than he was uh, here in the States because he was actually allowed to, to stay in the same hotels and use the same water fountains as white people over in Berlin. But over here, he went back to his segregation. So that says a lot about us, which is kind of really, Too. You know, this a lot of the ideas that the Nazis were using they got from America, abortion and stuff. I got the idea with genocide from America, but like, well, how can we do it faster? We see what America's doing, but how can we do it faster and get more and do more with this? So Steve, um, are you able to come back up? Are you able to unmute your mic and see if we can hear you or not? If not, we're gonna go ahead and move on with the content. We are going to uh, move on uh, with the content. Not for sure what's going on with Steve's mic, but it's like he's at a little event. And I do appreciate you for um, being busy and making the time to come on here and, and the fact that you want to speak to you. I appreciate all of you guys um, for being here. Eventually, one day, this is going to look like Spaces. This is brand new. And I was going to do one on Sunday, but um, the app was acting up a lot. And I had to keep on force stopping it and, and adding it again for a little bit. And I, I think today it's, it's working good. I've been checking on it a couple of times today, making sure it was good. Um, but Sunday, mm-mm. And then I was like, okay, so what can I do? I'm, I've been trying to figure out if I can get some female athletes, regardless of like what grade they are or parents or something, to come on. So hopefully by Friday, I get some more folks um, to come up and to talk about this. Because we did see there was a, a lady who actually did speak up and said she had a problem with men competing with women in uh, uh, their sports and them taking away seats they could have had. Do you think about it? If that one spot's taken and you could have qualified, but you didn't because someone was there that wasn't supposed to be there, that's a big deal. And when people say on their, you know, I'll make this really quick. When people say to like, oh, well, to just boycott and don't participate. People worked their butts off to get to that point. I was an athlete. I know how it is. What we need to do is tell people, no, no boys allowed. That's it. It doesn't matter what you identify as. And I think this has been going way longer than we think. And then we'll get to that on Friday. So let me uh, let me get over here so we can talk about uh, so we can um, what's going on my website. We can talk about historically what war is done. Why is it? Why do we do it? Um, how people profiting from it. So 
I'm trying to get to my video there. Here we are. Okay. One momento. All right. So I this is on my website, um, notpoliticalproperty.com. If you guys are not already a member on there, please do so. The things I post in the form and stuff I share, you guys can do the same thing. You can share in your Twitter account. It's almost like you just shared an article that you wrote. So make sure you all go to notpoliticalproperty.com and um, become a member and, you know, be active. You know, it's going to be kind of slow. It's small. It's new. But when you all start sharing on social media, people are going to click on it and they're going to read what you're talking about. Because, like I said, this is not just a me thing. This is a team effort. This is about all of us. So I'm on the website on the article, and it's titled, Politicians Racketeering in the Name of the American People is Dangerous. Racketeering is a type of organized crime in which the perpetrators set up cohesive, fraudulent, and otherwise illegal coordinated scheme or operation, a racket, to repeatedly or consistently collect a profit. That's what these wars are. America is no stranger to ignoring the Constitution and committing crimes in the name of the American people. The American government has committed fraud and money laundering crimes to enrich a very small group for over a century and a half. They use propaganda and stage events to trick American people into supporting wars. The Russian-Ukraine war is no different. They have not switched up a thing. Business as usual for the corrupt oligarchs here and with NATO. War is a racket. Smedley. That's the guy I was talking about. I'm going to play him in a second. Was twice awarded the Medal of Honor at the time of his death. Um, the most decorated Marine in U.S. history. He coined the term military industrial comp- uh, complex back in the 1930s when he wrote the book called War is a Racket. Um, I want to actually read this book, you guys. So um, it's on my wish list of things to read. I really want to read it as soon as possible. I'm trying to find it where it costs less money because money is not always, I'm not rich, <laughs> but, um, but I, I want to read the book. It's on my wish list. Uh, war is just a racket. A racket is, is best described, I believe, as something that is not what it seems to the majority of the people. Only a small inside group knows what it's about. It's conducted for the benefit of the very few at the expense of the masses. Wars should come from necessity only. American people shouldn't be manipulated with propaganda to start wars with our lives, resources, and money. If you catch yourself picking a side, keep this in mind and check out this um, informative video below. So this video is two minutes and 12 seconds. But after everything we've talked about, I think this is going to explain a lot of why we have what we have going on right now. And we're seeing it in real time. I think the fact with social media, we didn't have social media back in World War II and one, And so it's a little different. We're kind of like, wait a minute. You can't hood with me. I know exactly what you're doing. So social media was a gift to them, but it was also a gift to us. As much as they censor us and do all the things they do to us as a collective, we have um, this same system. They're doing the same pattern that they've been doing. So let's hear this real quick, you guys. Uno mental me. Play this for you all. A multi-million dollar bonanza for American industry. All for the cost of sinking one ship. In exchange for a $20 million payment, Spain handed over control of Cuba, Puerto Rico, Guam, and the Philippines. 
to the military-industrial complex using the name of the American people. Over a 120-year period, the banking, military, and oil industries convinced presidents and Congress to send young Americans to invade, occupy, and capture over 40 countries in our name, all in open violation of the U.S. Constitution. Major General Smedley Butler, the most highly decorated officer in the history of the U.S. Marines, wrote a book exposing the military banking industrial monster. I spent 33 years and four months in active duty military service. I spent most of my time as a high-class muscle man for big business, for Wall Street and the bankers. I was a rocketeer, a gangster for capitalism. I helped make Mexico, and especially Tampico, safe for American oil interests in 1914. I helped make Haiti and Cuba a decent place for the National City Bank boys to collect revenues in. I helped in the raping of a half a dozen Central American republics for the benefit of Wall Street. I helped purify Nicaragua for the International Banking House of Brown Brothers, 1902 to 1912. I brought light to the Dominican Republic for the American sugar interest in 1916. I helped make Honduras right for the American fruit companies in 1903. In China, in 1927, I helped see to it that Standard Oil went on its way unmolested. Looking back on it, I could have given Al Capone a few hints. The best he could do was operate his racket in three districts. I operated on three continents. The old pattern was repeated. An expert of impeccable credentials wrote a book, hoping to wake the American people, and in this case, to keep us out of Europe's second war. But again, a whistleblower's message was drowned out by propaganda in schools, newspapers, and movie theaters. So, I feel like after everything that we've been talking about, that also sums up of the why, right? So they're doing everything. I feel like that right there answers the why, and they've been doing it over and over again. But the problem is we didn't have the social media back then like we do now. We're talking about this stuff. So I I, I just, mm, it's just really frustrating to me. To look at them spend our money for I, for me to believe my whole life that we were the good guys. Good guys. And we're not the good guys. <laughs> it, it sounds like we're the bullies. Uh, it sounds like to me that we're the bad guys. So... And another thing is, too, like, we already have politicians over there laundering their money. They have a special interest in this. And it's selfish. And to risk people's life and spend our money. And I already talked about yesterday, if you guys were tuning in on my space, um, about us being slaves. So it's like, we're slaves to them. They have the gold. They have, for the most part, most of the gold. They have most of everything. They have the, the resources on our are in our uh, in our country and they're going and taking everyone else's and, and throwing in things like that and you look at nato um and then what they actually stand for and it's like damn they, they were telling us over that they were the good guys but they weren't and, and i want to talk to you about this too if biden were to threaten ukraine to hold back you know a, the billion dollars you're not getting the money that guy's not fired you're not getting the money right that's on record um, how do y'all, how do y'all think that, what, what do you think they're demanding now in order to assist them in war? 
We don't think they're not, you know, laundering money now. We don't think that they're doing anything corrupt. They, they are. And the thing is, people need to see that both sides are doing it. Both sides have people that are like, oh, yes, let's get into this war. I was on this actual app and I was listening to another guy's uh, podcast. Devin Nunes was on there and he was pushing the Ukrainian propaganda. He was saying and he was lying about what was going on. And, and, he, and he called us a democracy. I really don't know if I'm going to join. I don't know about that. I still haven't got my email from True Social or all that, but I'm kind of skeptical about that, knowing that's something that someone thinks and that's what they're talking about. And they share in a space. So, Steve, I'm making you a caller since you've requested. Um, we're getting close to the end, you guys, of uh, the show. I'm going to try to keep it short, short and sweet the best that I can. I'm trying to make sure it's no more than an hour, but if people come on here and want to have a discussion, they can. Um, it looks like, Steve, you have typed up some stuff. And by the way, if you're new here, and I know, Robert, you're new here, there's a section right here on this on the, the right-hand side. You'll see a little text box, two of them. You click on it. The, oh, you already know. I see. There you are. I didn't see your stuff. <laughs> okay, so I'll read that in just a second. Steve, um, can you turn your mic on? Are you good? Can you go ahead? There you are. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yes. Is there a lot of static? Because I'm actually walking, but I just don't want to be screaming into the mic. No, I can hear you. Just Are you able to move the mic closer to your mouth so it's a little louder? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm actually doing, but I feel like I'm yelling, and I don't want to <laughs> yell into the mic. Okay, I can but hear I'm you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, Drop the mic. Um, due to the uh, what you're saying just now about Queen, I believe Queen Elizabeth is still queen and she's not dead. And she's been queen for so long, and Prince Charles is still a prince. So that's some form on its corruption because Princess Diana, she was the beloved woman which should have been queen a long time ago before she was killed under Queen Elizabeth and um, Prince Charles. And that's my own opinion. But, uh... I, I was making Robert next call and I think it kicked you off. Come back, please. I apologize. I I'm still learning this app. <laughs> I invite there you go. You're back. Steve, go ahead. Unmute your mic. Um, there you go. Well, okay, wh where was I? Can you tell me where I was? Diana and well, I guess I'll just I'll just say what I know I've been saying. Um, like Queen Elizabeth been in, been the queen of um Britain for so long, and Prince Charles married Queen Elizabeth, um, Queen Diana or Diana, who was killed due to um. 
due to her not accepting and her being famous for her speaking the truth above you know, the queen, she didn't follow the queen's orders or whatever it's called in Great Britain. But she she was famous, and um, Prince Charles was involved, in my own opinion, because. Supposedly, in my what I've been seeing and hearing is Diana, um, was intimate with another person, uh, a rape, a, a rab or something like that. I can't really say I'm not gonna go into that deep, but she was basically into a relationship, and Queen basically Queen Elizabeth is still alive. Which I believe in her age, she should have been dead. You know, God forbid, I don't wish death on nobody's but She should have been gone a long time ago. Charles should have been gone, I believe, a few years ago, but he should have been gone. But if Queen Elizabeth would have still been alive, I believe there would have been a great unity between Great Britain and the United States if Queen Elizabeth would have been alive. But um, um, due to the is America the bad guy again? You know, yes. Because America is keep lobbying with foreign countries. America has not been able to raise money and was able to get out of debt from any country, especially China, due to the fact that they keep borrowing and they keep taking from China and Russia and Ukraine or all these other countries. And they're just saying, oh, we'll pay you back, we'll pay you back. And now we're in the situation on, they're still blaming the American people on you owe them, you owe them, and now we gotta keep paying out of our own taxes, our own pockets. And I feel it's an you know, it's enough, you know. We don't owe n- nobody nothing due to the fact that the government has stepped over their boundaries, they exceeded their power and now it's time for the American people to step up. But, you know, who knows um, how many people are going to actually step up. I'm not discriminating. I'm not trying to say that you're a wimp, you're, uh, you know, you're a P-word, you're a B-word, whatever. But, if you're an American, you're born and raised an American, you got to stand up. Me? You know, yeah, it scares me. Due to me having... Steve, we have a duty. We It's our duty to do it. And if we want to get out of this slave system that we have set up, we have to do something. This is not going to stop. And I think now with all the information that's out there that we can obtain, we legally can take down our government. And that is not them putting us in another war. This is this is this is not going to work out good in our favor, and we can't keep letting these people do these things in our name. 
This is in our name. This is what I look at everybody in America, what they're doing. Go no, well, yes, that's what I'm actually getting to is we the people, as it says in the beginning in the First Amendment, we the people have the right. And it's like, like I said, I'm not discriminating against nobody, but there are people who are afraid. Like my grandfather, he fought in World War II. He went to Vietnam. He died, not in the war, but he died years after. I think he passed away in 96, 97, 98, something like that. And I'm glad I met him, but my father fought for our freedom, even though some of these wars were unnecessary, like the Vietnam War. It was unnecessary. But he fought for our rights. And for me, to being a father, I believe if I'm going to stand up for my country and I'm going to stand up for the people in this country, no matter where they stand, I'm willing to die for for them. And hopefully in the outcome, they all look at it as in, well, he did fight for our rights. We kept our rights because he fought. Not just because of me, but multiple people around our country. But me and others stand up. Like you, you speak out. You're an open person. You don't back down for anything and you keep speaking. So that's why my inspiration is like, keep talking. Don't let anybody tell you, oh, you can't say that because I can't say it because that's my right. Even though somebody say, well, if I want to beat you up right now, that's my right. All right, well, yeah. I'm not going to say you can't beat me up. I'm not going to say you, you ain't going to beat me up. But it is what it is because I'm going to stand my ground because it's my responsibility to believe in what is is. But um, if I've been on the... the they actually don't have the right to beat you up. They don't have a right to infringe on your rights, but you do have the right to defend yourself. And so I'm not going to invite anybody to like, okay, you have a right to beat me up. No, you actually don't have a right to beat me up, but I have a right to defend myself against you. I'm not going to try to provoke you to fight me like America's provoking a war. No, right. Well, that's what I basically was trying to say. But if someone wants to fight me and if they do or if they don't beat me up or don't beat me up, you know, that's their right. It's like, okay, it is what it is, but I'm standing my ground. I'm standing right here. It is what it is. Because I know what I'm saying. If you don't like it, it is what it is. That's all it is. Because I don't let people step over me because I'm not going to get into my own personal personal um, information. But I've been through a lot in life. And I just know that. I'm not someone just to stand down just because someone's bigger than me trying to stand up to me saying, oh, well, you better shut your B BS up. Okay, if I don't. And anyways, um, anyway, if I was on subject, I, I'm i just going to fall back and you could let Robert speak if he wanted to speak. Yeah, no problem. And then 
if you guys go on all your platforms and share um, Colin and my website to everybody, that would be very helpful. So right now it says we have six people live that's listening. Um, it can keep growing, you know. It's going to keep growing, and I and I messed up the last one. I didn't quickly do the whole edit thing fast enough, I think, and it's not there. But this one I'm doing as soon as we get off of here. Um, so let's see, you're sitting here as a recording. But I need you guys to push and, and t- discuss this because I asked you guys on Twitter Spaces after we had talked the last time, like, how clear is it? And if we're going in and out, and if you guys can hear the intro music and the recordings really well or not. And the majority of the folks said yes, like we could hear you fine on that, um, on over here than on Spaces. I think we have a way better dialogue and conversation, but we don't have all the extra messing up the noises and the people sounding like robots on Spaces. And I feel like this is where my podcast is going to live. It's going to be here. So when we want to have a discussion, we're not on, um, um, Odyssey yet? Like I'm going to be doing Odyssey tonight. I'll probably do spaces and record it on the same time I'm on Odyssey while we're talking, um, just to, like play with it a bit. But because I can go live on that, um, but I won't have my face on it. I'm just going to like pull up the act. when I'm talking about certain things. I'll have it on the screen so you can see it. But this 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 is pretty cool, and you know we're starting with being a baby. So if we can keep growing and get people over here and explain, like, you guys, this sounds better. It's really organized. You're not going to have people, a bunch of people come jumping in and arguing and cutting in because it's a little more organized than how you add speakers. That makes sense? So, yeah, I hear you because, uh, like, I hear you clearly. Even though I might be yelling, I don't, I'm not trying to yell, but I'm still walking. I got to get you where I got to go, but I can hear you clearly. I have no problem hearing you because on Twitter or Twitter, at a certain point, you go in and out as a, like, like you were saying on Twitter, you go in and out as a robot. Here, I don't get it. I, I hear you clearly. When I have you as I'm on the mic, I hear you fully clear. But when I go on mute, your, you know, the volume goes low, just to make it clear. It does go low when I go on mute. For me, y'all are louder. When I hit my mic, it's louder. I hear you louder than before. If I have my mic on while y'all are talking, for me, it sounds quieter on my side. Um, I appreciate that feedback. Um, but yes, you guys. So I'm going to be... I'm I, like I have my notes ready and everything. I have what I want to play for y'all and things we're going to discuss on here. Be a little different in spaces. Spaces gonna be a little, little more out the blue, kind of uh, popping up, you know, or just doing it after we have a show. But we need the people in here in the conversation from the show, and then we can come and have more discussions on Twitter Spaces. If that makes sense, and um, I think it'd be a, a good way to. The burp, guys. I don't want to burp in your ears. I muted the mic. But Robert, did you want to add on to that? Because you you hopped up. I think when he's talking about Queen Elizabeth and stuff, I know it's not necessarily like on topic, but it kind of is because they're involved as well, and they're corrupt as well. And I'm happy you point out the corruption. Like, why should we think of them as leaders so we have to listen to as good people when we know they're not good people? Um, but Robert, go ahead. Add on to the to that part for us. 
Okay, well, Donnie, let me let me say something real quick about social media. Okay, a lot of uh, a lot of us on the right are being shadow banned. It's not like we're not posting things, but yeah, but you know, you know the the evil triad: Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, I call it you twit face. But uh, but honestly, they're they're giving all of us a hard time, and and they and they're out, and I would love. To, I would love if Congress would actually force them to open source their algorithms so we could actually see what they're what they're censoring and what they're not because there should because it, there's, there's because these companies these companies they got taxpayer funding in the beginning and and I think it, I think it's kind of owed to us what they're filtering and what they're not just because if they were up front then they would but donnie don't think that we're not trying and honestly i think it's good that i, I think this is great because the people the people uh rgo says says it right that every community needs to gatekeep and and quite frankly if people come here then that means they genuinely care what you have to say. If they're on Twitter Spaces, some of them, it's probably a split between people who's bored and just want something to talk about, people who are trolling, and people who really care. But here, you get people who really want to hear you. It could, so, um, you're you're yeah. right. You're before you get to your next point, you're absolutely right about that, and that's why like you guys always have priority. And I see you. I know you are around because you know I, I have my account's got forty eight thousand followers on it on Twitter. But then why isn't man? Not even one percent is here, right? And I know I'm being a shadow ban when I'm sharing the information there. But I feel like when I post on Gab, people from Gab see it better, obviously because they don't have the algorithms like you're talking about that's going on. And I agree. I think they should be be required to show their algorithms um, by law, what they're doing and who they're censoring. You're absolutely right about that. Um, so every, like I said, I, I tell you guys, and y'all come here, I really appreciate you guys. And I did make a fuss a little bit about it. Like, oh, I, they'd be like, oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. But I'm not going to send a platform for you. Well, then you don't that much, honestly, because even if you're another right now and I can't see who you are, you're still here listening to what we're talking about. Um, and, and I really appreciate that, but I think it's going to take a little time. You know, it's, it's, it's not like, um, that I'm like a mega million million follower influencer or anything like that where you know if they were to come over here they'll probably have 40 people on here with millions on Twitter because that's how people operate and it, and Colin is hasn't been pushed like a, a, a parlor or true social or a getter um, or even gab so um yeah that's a good point and I, I I'm gonna stress y'all one more time like I really appreciate all y'all that are here. And your input. Make sure y'all are sharing this and like share, like, hey, this is a better listening quality than Twitter. We can have dialogue and we won't have to feel like, wait, you can't hear me. I'm a robot. I have to shut the space down because you can't hear me anymore because that's what they want. I just believe some people don't want to hear the truth. Yeah. It's, it's a bit disappointing. It, it kind of is. But like I said, this has only been like, I've only had this for three days. <laughs> we'll get there. And then I'll keep promoting it. And then, you know, if I need to, if Flamethrower or, or Steve wants to start um, 
a, a group chat on Twitter so where we can put all this stuff in those messages and stuff so y'all know that we're here and popping up. Did y'all get a notification that we're having a show today um, from this app? Is that how y'all ended up here? I'm calling. I actually saw. Wait, 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 one second. Hey, Steve, I can hear uh, the cars in the background. Thank you. Sorry, go ahead, Robert. Hey, um, call, on calling, I actually saw that you scheduled. Uh, you scheduled this, so, uh, so the app is really. Okay, awesome. Because people say like they hit the reminder on Spaces and they don't see it. Hey. <laughs> So this will get the reminder. Hey, you you know some Indian guy who hates Americans, especially white people, runs Twitter because ever since uh, Jack Dorsey Jack Dorsey quit, some Indian immigrant took uh, took charge of Twitter, and and you know it kind of burns me that all of that all these Indians are taking over the tech industry, which like I said, I, I work in the tech industry. So uh and these and these Indian immigrants coming, many of them they hate us, especially us straight white men. You know, so it's see you just you gotta Corporations are making them hate us because they're giving them a low price just for what they could um, survive on their country where they're at. Because where they talk from, it ain't here in America. It's in their own country. And that's a fact because I've asked someone and... I, I don't know where it was, but it was on, I believe it was Amazon, and they were Indian or something, but I'm like, you ain't here in America, are you? They said no, but then they switched it up really quick and saying, no, yes, yes, I'm in California. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to question it. That's just proof, fact, that there's a lot of companies that are out there in other countries and Americans don't know. That's why when um, presidents or whatever are saying, "Oh, we're bringing Amer- we're bringing business, um, companies back to America," they're bringing them back to America because you're paying um, in other countries. You're not pay- bringing them back in America for Americans to work as or to work in. So in my opinion, right, they're outsourcing so they can pay less money. Um, and they have people, a lot of qualifications who want the job. And I, man, I understand because I work for a company, company temporarily that they outsource to the Philippines. And the Philippines are actually pretty easy uh, to understand. They have, they were taught American English. Well, I think that um, the in, India was taught British English. So it's a little harder to understand them. Um, but I just, my whole thing is, the whole thing is uh, outsourcing everything. But this is going to be recorded, you guys. We'll come, we'll, you can come back and listen if you share this. Um, I'm going to make sure when we get off here before I go on Spaces, I'm going to make sure it's up here and it's saved so people can come back. 
Because last time I, I was like, I'm going to just do it while I'm on spaces. And, you know, when we get in conversation on spaces, I get distracted. And then I came back and it was gone. I'm like, no, no. So what we're going to do, I'm going to um, close this out. We're going to keep having these discussions. But I'm going to close this one out. And I'm going to close out with the intro that I played. But it's going to be the outro. I actually don't think Robert's heard it yet. So, Robert, at least you don't leave yet. I want you to hear it. And then when we go to spaces, like, I ask everyone to guess where it came from. I'm not going to make you guess. Actually, you know what? I'm going to ask you to guess what it is. You can inbox me where I got this from. I didn't pay for it. Yeah, you can message me and tell me what you think it is because you're the only person I don't think that's heard it yet. I think Charlie, who's in here, heard it. And Steve, I know for a fact, has heard it. And I've I posted it online with a it has like a pink and black um video of the intro. Um but I'm gonna go ahead and play that and shut this down because it's been an hour. I'm gonna try my best to keep these at an hour and then once I get done um doing the editing and everything, then we'll hop on spaces and we'll have a discussion about America Meet Evil. Everyone's not gonna know what we were talking about because they weren't here. But when you when when you start talking about certain things and people are like, wait, I don't know what they're talking about. I wait. Oh, maybe I should. That will probably persuade more people to come and join this and then realize, wow, this is a, a cool alternative. So, I don't think the prayers necessarily. I might eventually do them on here, but I, I'm not doing the prayers on here quite yet on the shows. But I will start closing out out prayer. Hey, Red, you're brand new. I uh, appreciate you for jumping in. And we're actually closing out, but I'm going to have my outro on here. But you should listen to it because then you can tell, you can like um, comment on this. I think you can comment on these things and um, tell me where you think it came from. <laughs> so we're going to close this out, you guys. And then if you're on Twitter, we're happy on Twitter spaces. I'm going to say around nine o'clock. Okay, be prepared. I'll post something on there. I'm going to ask, the title's going to be is America the bad guys and the bullies? And we'll go from there. I appreciate y'all's time. I love you guys. Have a fantastic evening, and I'll see you on Twitter Spaces. Bye-bye. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free.